Drums, please. Hey everybody, C-Note here, and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is all about mental health empowerment. And I am an INTP, C-Note, and I am all about trying to help INTPs understand themselves and navigate the world and learn how to grow as a personality type. Uh, today on the show, I want to talk to you about how INTPs can approach finding a therapist. Now, this is one of those trippy, tricky, trippy slash tricky topics that a lot of INTPs feel that they have a really hard time finding a therapist that they can work with and relate to. Um, and this depends on what you're dealing with. This depends on the situation. This depends on your finances, what you have access to. So let's assume you do have the finances to afford a therapist or the insurance or whatever the case may be, and you're looking for a therapist. There are a couple things to consider. First of all, you should be willing to shop around for a therapist. It's okay to look around. It's okay to ask questions. It's okay to set your own boundaries when it comes to the type of therapist you want to work with. Uh, I remember when I worked with my therapist, I told her right off the bat that I'm not looking for medication. I'm not looking to just have pills be thrown at me. I want to work with someone to try to figure out what's going on with me. And, you know, basically that led me to cognitive behavioral therapy, which for different personality types, different people are going to want different types of therapy, depending on, yes, your personality, depending on what you're trying to improve in your life, depending on your mental challenge, and depending on your day-to-day -day life. And these are questions that you need to work with a therapist to ask to try to figure out what is going to be the best fit for you. So asking questions to the therapist that you're calling around and asking about or emailing to make sure, don't just go through therapy and then say, this doesn't work and then give up. It's up to you to find the therapist that you're going to resonate with because not all therapists are created equal. There are going to be really great therapists who are good at listening. They're going to be allowing you to kind of work out your thoughts. And then there are some who are NTPs as well. I think my therapist was an ENTP, so she was really good at listening. And then she would kind of jump in and ask me really tough questions and allow me to work my stuff out, my, my stuff out. And that's another thing is that some INTPs have gone to therapy and they've done cognitive behavioral therapy and they sit on the couch and they start talking and they're like, why am I doing this with you in the room? I could just do this to myself. The difference is you're having someone else to bounce these things off of. And even if you're the one doing most of the talking, you're getting verification from the person that maybe an emotion you're feeling is valid, what you're experiencing is valid. Maybe they have uh, some questions they can ask you that you did not ask yourself and give you some safe space to be able to fully express what you're experiencing. That's really what you're paying for, is someone to be able to hear your full story, to have to help you have a space to work it out, sometimes by yourself, but they're gonna be there to support you. And the support is part of what you're paying for. So that's incredibly important to know that this is all a big part of what it is you're, you're paying for and what you're trying to figure out. So I would be weary as an INTP of just saying, I can figure it out myself. Because there's a lot of things with when it comes to mental challenges that you can't figure out yourself. 
that are things in your unconscious mind that take a long time for you to figure out or that you might not be able to figure out because your our complex thinking is usually in relation to our conscious mind. We don't know what we don't know. And working with a therapist or a coach uh, allows for the opportunity for you to see things from someone else's perspective that you may not be able to see yourself. There's some notes here, so I'm just going to take... take um, um, so don't assume you can figure it out yourself. Take time to feel out different therapists. Consider which type of therapy may be best. So there are different types of therapy. There's cognitive behavioral therapy. There's, uh, uh, what is it called? Um, acceptance and it's called ACT. It's acceptance and, conf and uh, I forget what it's called, but ACT is basically emotional recognition therapy, which is not something INTP should avoid wholesale. Sometimes we are basically intellectualizing how we feel about something and learning how to actually feel those things in our body because feelings are feelings. It's how it feels physically and being able to express and understand and interpret my, I'm feeling a heavy nervousness in my chest. I'm feeling my, my heart is beating really fast. I'm talking a lot. Like this means I'm a little bit nervous and basically connecting your understanding of yourself to your emotions. So that's really what ACT therapy is all about. Acceptance and commitment therapy. So accepting your thoughts and feelings and then committing to what those are and not trying to push them away. We do that with our thoughts all the time. We do that with our feelings all the time. So again, personality type is not something that is, uh, is, is not indicative of which type of therapy you should approach. Definitely look up different types of therapy and test them out. That's the idea. Don't make an assumption. Don't make an assumption that therapy isn't going to work for you. Don't make an assumption that different types of therapy aren't going to work for you. It may just be the type of therapist. It may be the type of therapy, or maybe you just need a coach that helps you with your personality type to understand how to grow as a person day to day, which is something that I do. And another thing is that, is understanding which cognitive functions maybe you need some help with. Um, so it may be a situation where you're overusing your introverted thinking and you're not giving yourself enough time to express yourself emotionally. And that's, again, what therapy is really good for, being able to talk out your thoughts so much that you get to the emotional core of what it is that you're experiencing. That's what that type of therapy is valuable for. Uh, and the same thing with having a partner or having someone you can trust, some emotional support in your life. I know, again, INTPs, we find it really easy to just be able to say, I'm a thinker. I don't need emotions. That's just not true at all. These things are polarities. They are connected. Your thinking is an avenue to your emotions. We all feel emotions as reactions and instincts to the world around us. We feel a great sense of anxiety if something big is happening in the world. We feel all sorts of things all the time. What thinking is, is the ability to bypass those things in order to be constructive and be able to get things done. But we still have to face those emotions. They don't go away. We can't dismiss them. We can't dismiss our thoughts. We can't dismiss our feelings. And usually anxieties or any kind of mental challenges that we're facing is some sort of avoidance of feeling what we need to feel or some sort of pushing away of what is happening to us. And that can make a lot of people crazy. And I don't mean crazy in terms of mental illness. I mean, it just means it, it, it makes you 
just different. It makes you feel frustrated. It makes you feel angry. It makes you feel this tension in your body that you are not addressing what needs to be addressed. So instead of a lot of the time, people feel like they need to change their thoughts or feelings by forcing it. Like, I don't need to feel that way. I'm a thinker. I don't need to feel these emotions. Instead, how to change what you feel or think depends on the behaviors that you exhibit. So if you don't want to feel like a failure, then you need to behave in a way that starts to change that. You can't just change it in your head because these thoughts, these feelings are triggers based on your experiences. This is you telling yourself something because our thoughts and feelings just happen. They, we don't have control over them. We are basically organizing our thoughts. I think of thoughts as sparks in our brain. Thoughts are just this, this, this thing that happens to us as we're experiencing reality. And then we translate those thoughts into our language and into ways that we can interpret and understand. So we are basically categorizing thoughts. We can't control which thoughts come to mind. I can't necessarily, I can practice and control uh, what I'm going to say, but the thoughts that I exhibit when I'm practicing are not things that I can push away. I'm just, I'm flowing right now. I'm just expressing and saying the thoughts as they're coming to my mind. This is what I'm, I'm letting it flow. I'm letting it go. And that's usually how I approach life. I let my thoughts flow. I let them go. And I kind of let them go through their process. And that's how it needs to happen with emotions as well. Your emotions need to, to happen. You need to express them. And usually they're expressed through our thoughts and through our emotions, through, through our, yeah, basically through our, through, through, uh, through our thoughts. And then the emotions come out as a result of working out our thoughts. So, Cognitive behavioral therapy is powerful. ACT is powerful. There's all sorts of other types of therapy that you can look into. You can ask questions about. You can talk to a therapist or a doctor just to get recommendations. You don't necessarily need to commit to anything. You are not a victim of uh, someone putting you through a system. You have choices. Usually you have choices depending on the country you're in, but you have choices of what type of therapy to go into and when to say no, when to accept pills, when to accept different types of therapy, when to accept which coaches are the ones that you want in your life. Because the type of therapist, the type of coach, the person that you trust with information is what is most valuable to an INTP. We don't necessarily just care about information. We care about where the information is coming from. So if we find a therapist that we trust, then that's gonna help us guide through the things that we need to guide through. People love my videos because they think I'm someone that they can trust. They, I'm a valid source of advice and information and an authority to them in this information. There are other people who don't feel that way, and that's okay. That's fine. That's how the world works. Some people gravitate towards some people. Some people don't. So you need to find the people that resonate with you. It's like searching in the library for a book. I know for me personally, I don't just pick up a textbook. I have to pick a book from an author that writes interestingly, that has an interesting tone, that is picking an interesting topic, and is presenting it in a way that is interesting. 
you know? So that's why we like the YouTubers that we like. That's why we like the coaches that we like, the therapists that we like. And we have to do the work to seek them out. We have to do the work to vet them and have our own boundaries in place to be able to assess when we have the right fit. That's basically all this is. So finding the right coach is gonna be incredibly important. Finding the right therapist is incredibly important. It involves you asking questions, you doing the work, you vetting them, you finding the right type of therapy and assessing if it's working or not. And the, I guess the last thing that I'll say is that it involves time and dedication. There are other INTPs that I've come across that say like, it's not worth the time and the money and the energy. You simply don't know. You're operating on assumption. So unless you've done therapy for like a year for months at a time, because many therapies take minimum six months to get anywhere, it's gonna take time. Growth takes time, and you have to be willing to take that time to grow. Otherwise, you're gonna stay in the same place and the world's gonna change around you. That's just how that works. So I'm gonna be a little tough on you on that because that's important. And I'm trying to encourage you to let you know that this is all your personal responsibility to go and seek the therapy that you need to help you grow because you are responsible for your life. And that means finding the right people that are gonna help you grow the way that you need to grow. Whether that's therapy, that's coaching, or working with a personality profiler to help you figure out and verify your personality type and then be able to coach with them because I also offer coaching to be able to work with INTPs if you are stuck in trying to develop your extroverted intuition or you're trying to understand your introverted sensing, that's when everything's gonna come to a head. So go ahead and sign up below. All the links, all the things, dopamine.life to sign up for the all the stuff, there's courses there, we've got uh, podcasts, articles, all the things. So let me know in the comments what you think about all of this. And I'll catch you next time. Love you guys, take care of yourselves and each other. And I'll catch you next time on Dopamine. See ya. This has been a C-Note Media production.